those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, and to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message on this Palm Sunday is the gospel reading that you heard read before from John 12. I recall just these words. On the next day, the large crowd that had come to the Passover festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took palm branches and went to meet him. They were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And also from the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 53, he was despised and rejected by people. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who rode to die for us, my beloved. So what really is Palm Sunday all about? Palm Sunday is about the tension that exists between royalty and humility. It's about the tension that exists between the joyful voices of Hosanna that at the end of the week turn into shouts of crucify him. Palm Sunday is about God riding on a donkey to die, to be actually lynched by his creatures. Palm Sunday is about the most powerful man in the whole universe coming of his own free will to die. Palm Sunday is the beautiful Savior, King of creation, who enters Jerusalem to become ugly and gory for you and me. Palm Sunday, actually, is a preliminary to the main event. In fact, it's the preliminary to the greatest event of all of history. And this morning, I'm not talking about the Rose Bowl, and I'm not talking about the Sugar Bowl, and I'm not talking about the seventh game of the World Series, and I'm not talking about the Daytona 500 or the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship game. The greatest event of all of history is the death of God for his creatures and his return to life. Palm Sunday is the preliminary to that event. Palm Sunday is also the Son of God coming into Jerusalem to finish the job that he was assigned to do by his Heavenly Father. Now, we remember a whole lot about Holy Week, about the spitting and the hitting of our Savior and the crucifixion. But there's another aspect of our Savior's suffering that I'd like to focus in on this morning. We hear about it in Mark chapter 8. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man would have to suffer a lot. He taught them that he would be rejected by the leaders. And as Isaiah says, he was despised and rejected by the people. Now, as we talk about Jesus' reject rejection this morning, I think that you all know what rejection is all about. Ejection, uh, rejection is when somebody says, I don't want you. I don't need you. 
I don't like you. I don't love you. And of course, there's the extreme form of rejection. I hate you. Wherever Jesus went, he was always interested in establishing relationships. Zacchaeus, come down. Today I'm going to stay at your house. Simon and Andrew, follow me. Ephrata, be open. Little girl, get up. Jesus was always concerned about establishing relationships. He wants to establish a personal relationship with you. He, can, he came to establish relationships. Palm Sunday is about deteriorating relationships. Listen to a few of them. From that day on, the Jewish council planned to kill Jesus. Then the chief priests and the leaders of the people gathered in the palace of the chief priest, Caiaphas. They made plans to arrest Jesus in an underhanded way and kill him. But they said, we shouldn't arrest him during the festival or else the people may, uh, there may be a riot among the people. Then one of the twelve apostles, the one named Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests. He asked, what will you pay me if I hand him over to you? Then all of the disciples abandoned him and left. Then Peter began to curse and swear with an oath, I don't know this man that you're talking about. You see, Jesus went to his own people, and he was rejected. He came to his own, and his own received him not. Why all the rejection? Well, for a lot of people, they weren't the kind of king, uh, he wasn't the kind of king that, he, that they wanted. They loved it when he provided all that miraculous food, but they didn't want him as the bread of life. And then the religious leaders thought that Jesus was undermining their popularity and their authority. And they didn't want to cause any problems during the festival because there might be a riot, and then the Roman soldiers would come and take away the little freedoms that they, would ha that they had. And of course the disciples all ran because they were afraid of perhaps being punished along with Jesus. But the biggest reason of all is the one that Jesus said. He said, they hated me for no reason. And so they rejected him. Have you ever been rejected? Did you ever uh, get passed over for that promotion that you thought you should have and they gave it to somebody else and you felt rejected? You ever get fired for something that you didn't do? Rejection? Did you ever stand up in some secular class, in some secular school, and try to defend the Bible and the people all laughed you down? Rejection. <laughs> God should have rejected you. How you so easily reject others. Our failure to forgive. Our holding grudges. The distaste for members of the opposite political party, why those people are really rejects, and the personal incivility that goes along with it. For you, Jesus rode to be rejected. 
And we certainly know that Jesus' biggest rejection was not by Pontius Pilate or Herod. His biggest rejection was by his own father. Covered with the sins of the whole world, the Son of Man was like a cesspool. And the smell rose as a stench to the nostrils of his heavenly Father. And God the Father looked at his Son as being the biggest reject, reject of the whole world. And he did it all so that you didn't have to be rejected. I forgot to tell one little story about rejection. It goes way back to when I was in high school. And the athletic director sometimes would do our Phi Ed class. And he knew all the students. And uh, sometimes we would play a basketball game. And he knew who were the good basketball players and who were, so to speak, the rejects. And you know what he did? He picked the rejects to be the captains to choose the team. And then they would choose them one by one, you know. If you were chosen last, you know how you felt? Rejected by a reject. Jesus was rejected so that you would not be rejected. Instead, you will always be God's first choice. The apple of his eye. What is Palm Sunday? You know what Palm Sunday really is? It's D-Day. It's Jesus beginning his invasion and his destruction of Satan's kingdom. It's the beginning of the liberation for sinners. Actually, what it is, it's the beginning of the end. It's the beginning of completions. It's the beginning of fulfillments. He's coming, Jesus is coming, finally to say, it is finished. That's what Palm Sunday was for Jesus. What is Palm Sunday for you here in 2018? You know what today is? Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Each day you start over completely forgiven. Today is just another day of guaranteed salvation and eternal life. Because your king came riding on a donkey, on the foal of a donkey. He didn't have to. But he just had to because he was so consumed and compelled by his love to rescue you. And so to him on this day, it's Palm Sunday. To him we say, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Save us now, O Lord. He can, and he will, and he has. And God be praised. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And... And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith this morning on page 6 with the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, 
begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards. <laughs> 